everyone. Welcome to the Worship Story Podcast. My name is Zach Barker. Man, am I excited about this episode, mostly because I have a guest. It's not just my voice anymore, and I'm very excited about that because of our current world and restrictions. Uh, I haven't really been able to record in the same room, and I've been hesitant to try to figure out how to record over the internet. I know people do it. There are smart people doing podcasts. I am not one of those, but I am learning. That being said, I apologize for my audio. It peaks a couple times. Uh, the volume's a little bit, uh, you know, too much, uh, but my guest sounds lovely and I did as much as I could to fix mine. So I think it's going to be fine, but I just wanted to say that up front. So today, we're going to do something that I'm going to call Worship Story Classic, where we're going to do a devotional for a, a hymn, a song, you know, a historical song in the church, not one that was written in the past decade, uh, which has been most of the other songs that I've done so far on Worship Story. And uh, my guest today is one of my best friends in the world, Josh Pease. Um, he's not just a good friend of mine, but he's a pastor and a writer, and more importantly, he's just a worshiper and uh, someone that I have had the privilege of getting to plan and execute literally hundreds of worship services with in different respects. And we kind of talk about that a little bit, so I won't spoil that, but it was a great conversation and uh, I hope you get something out of it. Uh, I definitely did, just hearing him talk about his heart. And so I let him choose what song to do, and he chose Come Thou Fount, which is one of my favorite songs of all time. And honestly, I was a little scared <laughs> to do on my own because it's such a great song. And so I was very happy to have someone else really lead lead through this. And so... It was super fun. I hope you enjoy this. And like all the song devotionals on Worship Story, there will be a full recording of the song afterwards. So stick around for that, and I hope you enjoy. <laughs> this is a good way to start. Yeah, Josh, hello. Oh, hello there, Zach Barker. Hello. Uh, this is my good friend, Josh Pease. He is a pastor, an author, a journalist, a statesman, <laughs> uh, but most a podcaster, but most importantly... A man of industry. A man of industry, yes. Uh, most importantly, you are my intern, and that mm. is really what everyone needs to know, starting off the that. Glad that that's the tone that we're starting. <laughs> this feels good. I told you this is going to be a great, a great start. Now, um, we ha I did the math uh, yeah. as a known mathematician. We have known each other. Kind of numbers, yes. <laughs> We've known each other for almost fourteen years. Oh, this summer, God. yeah. And uh, I think what really uh, drew us close together was our shared love for creating worship experiences for mm -hmm. people to encounter God. Um, uh, I was I was making a list. You are easily in the top three people that have helped shape my own formation as a uh, 
not only a worshiper, but as, as a worship pastor, as a worship leader. Mm. Um, so I even got the name for this podcast and, you know, worship story from conversations that we've had about connecting our own personal worship to the greater narrative God is writing. So anyways, mm. I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad to be here. And that's all very kind. I would say it's, it's probably how I would put it is that we both have just had the privilege of being a part of each other's lives as we have like been formed in ministry and we've really just been figuring it out together. Um, because I would say the same thing so much of how I think about what church and an ideal worship service and all that was shaped by the times that we've gotten to do that together. Um, mm. yeah. Basically, wow. friendship. Oh, friendship. So big question right off the bat mm -hmm. for you. What makes well, today we're going to do a song devotional, and I was very excited to have a guest uh, host, a guest, whatever you want to call yourself, uh, just a guest, a friend talking about a worship song. Um, <laughs> so here's a, here's a big question off the bat. Hmm. What makes a great worship song? Oh, geez, you didn't tell me you were going to ask that. <laughs> I know, um, that's part of it. That's part of the fun. Oh, wow. Okay, I love it. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I feel like any answer I have, I, I want to be clear up front of like, yeah, I'm probably missing like major elements of it. I know for me, there's a lived in authenticity to the best worship songs where it feels like the the ones that stick around and that resonate for me, it feels like they capture something so inherently true about life, about God, about faith, that when you sing the line, it's like something in you like lights up or like you like there's this like sense of like i feel that every single day or i have felt that so often and it's hitting on something that's so fundamentally true to your experience that you find yourself caught up in something a bigger moment where you're realizing like oh yeah that is who god is um, that is what he does. That is who I am. And singing that with other people and feeling connected of like, and I'm not alone in that experience. Those are the moments, at least for me, and the songs I find myself continuing to return to are the ones that capture something so true. And usually in a way that I, I don't even, I'm not even aware of throughout my day-to-day -day life a lot of the time. And it like, as I sing it, it's like, it's something I already knew, and it's something that I'm I didn't know all at yeah. once. Yeah, and, I, and those moments are are powerful for me. Yeah, no, that's I think what that true. You kept saying the word true and like authentic, and I think that that's really what is so important. I think especially given our current state of the world <laughs> and what's going on in the world i think so i don't some things are happening i've been no. reading the news not to brag and some things are happening out there <laughs> and church has changed and yeah. people have have kind of had to reevaluate what is important and what is um true and what a genuine encounter in a corporate worship service looks like and so everything you just said was beautiful yes um so we have for the listeners out there josh and i have co-led in s some form or another 
hundreds of worship services, um, whether that is uh, us creating a services for high school students or for college students uh, or later even for adults, um, mm. or whether that's you being the main teacher and me leading worship or you actually playing bass in the band leading with me and my wife. Uh, uh, we've done a lot. And what I'm really excited about for today's song is that uh, if I know my Josh, there you have a Mount Rushmore of worship songs. That it doesn't matter what mood you're in. Mm. If this song even like it gets referenced or is there, it, it, it just changes something mm. in you. And that's mm -hmm. why I asked you that last question before, because this song, I feel like for you, it, it ties into everything you just said um, personally. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so maybe uh, given a little bit more context, uh, why did you want to do uh, come now found today. Oh yeah. So there's the honest answer. And then there's what that answer has become. Um, the, the first answer is that the third verse of come now found has for years now, maybe been my favorite verse probably of any worship song, um, ever. And so I think a lot of times, both as I've sung this song and even as I was like thinking of like, oh, this is one, you know, one of the songs I would really enjoy doing. I, it's largely been about that third verse. What's been interesting to me is, is, is preparing for this podcast because, you know, not to brag, but I did, you know, I came, I came prepared <laughs> is I don't think I fully had realized how much what I loved about where the song ends is being set up the entire way of, mm. of um, what I love about come now found and, and honestly preparing for this podcast made me love it so much more is I, I feel like this song more than any song that I can think of it's is centered on the active goodness of God being the first thing mm. of, of our complete dependency on God's goodness being the first thing that happens and mm -hmm. us then responding to that. Uh, there's not in this song hardly any action that mm -hmm. I as a singer am taking. Yeah. It, it's almost all a asking God to do something that I cannot do. Uh, and not in this like, and it's not a um, God, give me this, God, give me that. It's more of a God would the essence of who you are, would you make me aware of that? So I can then respond to it. Yeah. And there's something about that that just fundamentally appeals to me. Um, mostly because I find, I, I feel, I feel the need for that. It's like, I don't even, 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 me taking a step toward God is so dependent on God's goodness first having come to me. Um, I, I am, I mean, not to get too far ahead here, but I am prone to wonder. Um, I am, I am prone to leave the God I love. And it's because he is this fount that is constantly pouring out goodness that I keep returning. And there's yeah. something deeply moving to me about that. Yeah. Well, anything else before we uh, jump in, go into the, well, let's, let's do it. 
So a little bit of a song admin at the top, uh, just to kind of get everyone acquainted with this song. Uh, official title, Come Thou Fount of Every Blessing. Uh, I don't know if you, I, I really hadn't, I knew it was an older song, I knew it was a hymn. I didn't really know a lot of the backstory of it, but mm-hmm. this was written by Robert Robinson. Um, the great Robert Robinson. Yeah. Right, Rob Rob, uh, Rob <laughs> Squared. Uh, in 1757, when he was 22. Mm-hmm. What, what, did, what did you do when you were 22? <laughs> A lot of dumb stuff. I, did, I was not writing hymns. No. <laughs> um, we wrote some songs. We, we, did, we did write some songs, yes. They, uh, they did not make it into the United Methodist Hymnal. No, no. They'll be in the show notes, though, if you want to listen to them. <laughs> They're in the apocryphal uh Hymnal. I think that's a thing. Yeah. Uh, they're going to come for us. Sorry. <laughs> uh, he was a pastor of Stoneyard Baptist Church at Cambridge. And uh, so uh, from the beginning, I, whenever I'm introducing a song, I always kind of like to think about not only what is uh, just anyone thinking or hearing when they first listen to it, but kind of a little bit of like worship leader corner of someone leading this song or uh this is a tough one Mm -hmm. because it is so deep in theology and that's a good thing Mm -hmm. but you can't just lead this song and then move on like it it takes (laughs) it takes that book jacket cover explanation of like you're gonna hear some words (laughs) that you don't normally know you're gonna hear talk of ebenezer's right Uh, so i wanted to do a little little uh little lightning round word mm. definition. Some Let's test your, your lexicon. Um, words, you, you just said one, so let's start with that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's an Ebenezer? Um, if I am recalling correctly, an Ebenezer is, um, it's referring back to whenever the Israelites, I believe it's when they had first crossed the Jordan River, although I might be wrong about the specifics of that. What I do remember is, that they would build stones. They would just put a stack of stones basically in a spot. And the idea was that as you saw those in the future, as you circled back around and saw that it would be a moment of teaching of like, remember what God did here. And so to when the verse two, it says to raise my, your Eben, you know, here I raise my Ebenezer. It's like, it's creating a moment of like, God did something in this moment. And here is a representation of that. This is like, I am, I am putting a stake in the ground. I'm creating a monument of this thing God did. Yeah. Yeah. A stone of help is Mm. uh, the, I don't know, direct translation, (laughs) something. Um, And depending on which version, uh, so the version that I've grown up singing uh, had the word hither. Mm-hmm. in it, um, which is just really another word for here. <laughs> it's an, an old, old E English uh, <laughs> word for here. Uh, but fetter, the mm-hmm. word fetter is in every, every version. Um, mm-hmm. Do you know what fetter means? It's okay if, if it's okay to say no. Um, I, man, now I'm doubting myself, but I've, <laughs> I've got, when I think fetter, I think anchor. Ooh, yes. Whoops. Yeah, it's a chain or shackle by which a person or animal yeah, is yeah. bound by the feet. So yeah, it's it's, yeah, it's yeah, an yeah. anchor of sorts. Mm-hmm. I, I I 
I mean, honestly, the, what I pictured, I said anchor in the sense of something that holds you down. What I think of is like the old, like the ball and chain, like mm-hmm. the old, like 1920s prison vibe. Um, like that's what I've always thought of. Yeah, yeah. Great. That everything else is pretty self-explanatory, but um, this—it's always funny, you know. Uh, every time I've led this song, you have to address like what... <laughs> the, the Ebenezer in the room. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, there's an Ebenezer in the room, and if that can just pass by, and people are like, "Wait, what did we just say?" <laughs> yeah, it does. It is a song that, at least initially, probably requires a lot of explaining, which I get that a lot of. Um, that might not fit for every service and that might not even fit the vibe of the service you're trying to create. Right. Um, and yet at the same time, uh, I do think sometimes we're afraid of, of stretching people. And I, I think there's even a little bit of condescension of like, Oh, people can't. And I'm like, no, they, they of course they can. <laughs> like, um, I, I think there's a reason this song is stuck around for, hundred years now um, yeah people are absolutely capable of tapping into sort of the the rhythm of where it's at yeah now you just touched on something that we're i talked earlier about just having to rethink corporate worship um given the pandemic and everything that is all the limitations and how to and one of the things that we at my church we've wanted to start doing is like let's actually take more time to to explain and that's not from a place of condescension like you said which it can it can come from sometimes but more of a this is a a really good time to kind of just eliminate a lot of the extra things and just like let's let's focus on this and this is a great song uh to do that Um, i mean something we did years ago uh, back in the high school ministry days is we would do a series where it would be a, a week on a song. And so it would be like, we would explain yeah, that's right. we would build a whole, we would build a whole service around one song. I think there's opportunities to do stuff like this. I mean, there's so much richness in this, like the, the past, the, 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 the preacher in me absolutely would love to do a sermon entirely bent around the themes of the song with mm-hmm. the song, probably even bookending the services a little bit. Like that yeah. would be a lot of fun. Hmm, that's a good idea. Maybe I'll do that this weekend. <laughs> Just tell your pastor, hey, here's what you're talking on. Yeah, well, I know he does listen to these. So if that happens this weekend, he'll know where it came from. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, let's go through. Um, uh, and uh, I'll, I'll read uh, the first verse. And then I would love, love for you to kind of just uh, walk through some mm-hmm. thoughts on it. Um, so verse one, come thou fount of every blessing. Tune my heart to sing thy grace. Streams of mercy never ceasing. Call for songs of loudest praise. Mm -hmm. Teach me some melodious sonnet sung by flaming tongues above. I'll praise the mount. I'm fixed upon it. Mount of God's redeeming love. Mm. Yeah, I I mean, I think this first verse is, again, like I said before, I think I traditionally kind of tended to rush past this of like, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's get through some of this jargony stuff to get to the part that I really like. But as I've been like planting myself in this, I love, I mean, right out of the gate, there's this, I feel like a bigger reality that I'm being invited into 
of come thou found of every blessing. Okay, let's just stop right there. Every single good thing in my life is coming down, you know, like in James, it's like every good and perfect gift comes from the Father of lights, right? It's like every good thing in my life is a blessing that is coming from God. Okay, let's hang out in that moment for just a second. What are the things that I don't even think of as being God's goodness and kindness toward me that showed up just this morning? Mm-hmm. I mean, as I'm saying this, I'm thinking, I'm asking myself that question. Um, what are the good things that are a sign that God is with me, that God is for me, that God is, um, his heart is turned toward me. And so come thou out of every blessing. And then, even then, as I'm realizing that, I, my heart is still not going to get there. So you tune my heart right. to sing praise to you of like the dependency of like, I am at the mercy of just waking up and having goodness just flowing my way and I still won't get it. And I'm going to need you. And, and in this, I think of a song that you've actually done on this podcast before. Um, oh gosh. Uh, 10,000 reasons. Bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's, it's kind of a similar vibe to that song, right? Of like, let's just plant and like how once we start realizing the blessings what that does except this song is saying like and now you're gonna have to take my heart and tune it to praise there's something so vulnerable about that line of 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 like if like really thinking about the truth of if we're honest with ourselves we need that every moment of like god i want to worship you from a place Mm -hmm. of purity but i'm not capable of that and so I need your help to help me worship you. <laughs> yeah, no, 100%. It's like at the basic fundamental atomic level, <laughs> this is a song about needing God to do in us what we cannot do. Mm-hmm. And it's not just that because some of that theology sometimes gets preached from a, a very um, woe am I, I am but a worm. And I don't get that vibe from this song this song's more of just this like no we're loved we are loved and god's blessings are flowing toward us without ceasing regardless of merit regardless of anything just because that's what he does and then asking god to come and help us experience gratitude for that like i find myself not caught up in like this oh man i'm yeah i just need to be more grateful and it's more of a god i know i can't even do that well so Mm. would you help me be grateful um okay so streams of mercy never ceasing call for songs of loudest praise it's kind of the same thing right it's like there's this river and it's just every day you wake up and the river's flowing because that's what the river does Mm -hmm. um and i feel like you know it talks about teach me some melodious sonnet um, sung by flaming tongues above. I, I mean, there's kind of this sense of like, there's this heavenly story going on. There's this other reality that I'm not tapped into. And I need you to wake me up to that. Mm. Uh, would you wake me up to sort of like, my life isn't, man, this is good for me this morning. My life is not mundane. My life is not um, purposeless. Mm. My life <laughs> is living in the stream of God's blessings and this incredible heavenly story that's going on that I'm not even aware of. Yeah. That's verse one. Yeah. I, we're still halfway through verse one. Oh, right, right, right. Oh, what's left? Oh, praise the mount and fix upon it. Mount of God's redeeming love. But th- that teach yeah. me, teach me some, like teach me a new song. Mm-hmm. 
it I there's just something that like draws out in me th- like th- that there's this song happening uh like Toto wrote about it in Africa, right? Teach me there's an ancient melody happening. I I want to know about it. <laughs> there's a song that's better than the one that I have. Rain, which is kind of the same thing as as Rivers themes, you yeah, know. We'll do that song next. <laughs> But I love this, that idea that there's a, I'm always drawn to words about what worship is in heaven, that Mm. there's like this perfect worship that can happen and that is happening and has been happening in God's throne room. And like, this is like, man, just give me a glimpse of that. Mm -hmm. Show me, show me. 100 of your face but in context and i think there's something to this i'm kind of going off the top of my head on this so hopefully i'm not saying something heretical feel free to cut it out if it is but no i mean i think the song is god's goodness the song is god's blessing it's like he's this good god who from the very beginning has been doing nothing but good things he creates good things and then he delights in them and that's the song mm-hmm. and so it's like teach me the song that's really a song about how you're just this everlasting stream of goodness wake me up to that reality teach me how to live in that world Mm -hmm. and then it's like and so like um so i'm having to like sing the songs in my head to catch myself up oh Uh, sing it out loud that's what everyone wants no no one wants that um so praise the mount i'm fixed upon it mount of of god's redeeming love um which is like okay this is the reality plant me here yeah wow Verse one. Verse one. I mean, seriously, you need to take a nap after that. <laughs> I mean, that is a challenge with this song. I've been listening to the song a lot leading up to this podcast, and I find myself, my brain will will like space out for a second, and I'll have to go back. Yeah. And like, I just missed like a major thought or idea here. Yeah. yeah. Verse two. Here I raise my Ebenezer. Hither or here, by your help I come. And I hope by thy good pleasure safely to arrive at home. Mm, here's where I, even just looking at the uh, Jesus sought me when a stranger wandering from the fold of God. He to rescue me from danger interposed his precious blood. Just even before we get into like the actual content of it, props to Rob Rob's rhyme scheme i mean yeah it's good it's good poetry yeah he's really good at 22. <laughs> i like how we're all like there's a sub thread in all of this of what am i doing with my life? <laughs> <laughs> that's it wasn't supposed to be a sub thread but it's there anyways yeah so you, you talked about this before raising one's ebenezer mm-hmm. um a remembrance of god's goodness god's help um What do you, yeah. yeah, keep keep going. Verse two, what do you? I think the song, it's like at this point, it's like saying, okay, so now that I'm like, verse one is me like asking God to wake me up to this reality and then help me live in that. It's like, okay, now I'm going to build a reminder of, here's a reminder of all the good things God has done. Here's a reminder of these moments and times and places. And I'm going to build this, this, this stone of remembrance. Um, as a way 
to not forget because you know i kind of already implied in this song is a tendency of like oh yep i don't really know about this and i need you to wake me up to it and so for the first moment and really kind of i think maybe the only moment in this song there's like a personal action hmm. of like i'm going to build the stoner i'm going to try to hold on to this moment and then immediately follows up with but really it's only by your help mm-hmm. that i'm going to be able to come back to this remembrance yeah so it's like yep i'm going to and this is something very biblical of like, remember, choose to focus, you know, set your mind on things above, not on things of the earth, all that kind of stuff. But then even then it immediately once again gets back to the dependency of like, but even then God, for me to come back to this moment or come back to an accurate view of you, it's like, but by your, it's really only by your help that I'm going to even do that. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and this is a, this, this line reminds me of, something from it as well. I think, is that it? No, Amazing Grace. Um, but, and I hope by thy good pleasure safely to arrive at home. <laughs> um, there's something just so, especially right now, very relatable of like, and I know life is gonna, is pretty messy and there's a lot to legitimately be afraid of. And I'm just hoping, it's not a guarantee, but I am hoping that as I walk through this life, um, to arrive safely, um, knowing that that safety is not guaranteed. Um, but just asking for that of like, and God, would you, you know, protect, protect Mm. me today? Would you guide me safely through this life? That line. and, And I hope by your good pleasure, like what you were alluding to earlier of like, it's just God's constant goodness for mm-hmm. him to delight in and like that is his delight for us to he wants us to be at home with him mm-hmm. he wants us to have that and like even that thought process of it it's not just that you are good it's that you delight in mm-hmm. you you want us like that is and that's even you know that's kind of set up thematically and then the second half of this verse yeah very clearly pointing to well here's here's the greatest example of how I'm going to make sure that that's possible. Yeah, 100%. And it's like, and again, it's like, we're living in the stream. It's like, we wake up and we are in the stream of goodness. And it's like, oh, it's not just like a today thing. It's like, remember when you didn't really have any clue who God was, Jesus went out and found you. Um, He went and looked for the lost sheep. He is the the dad who is actively waiting and looking for his son he's not like just like well if he shows back up he shows back up who but who's actively looking down the road for the son coming back home this is a god who pursues and who is active in his pursuit and that jesus sought me uh when i was a stranger um just, you know, stranger. <laughs> she wandering from the fold of god I should have had these lyrics right in front of me. I got you. I got you. Uh, he to rescue me from danger interposed his pl- precious blood. And I mean, it's like, yeah, okay. Just in a couple lines, here's the entire gospel of like redemption. Yes. That seems to be a theme for some of the songs that I've been doing on this podcast. I'll, I'll realize in preparation of it, of like, I think for me, my own personal worship, like I get so moved by a song that contains mm. the entire gospel narrative within like a verse. Totally. Mm-hmm. 
And so it's like the first one's kind of a, here's me and my today. And then the second line's kind of like, here's the big thing, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, so it's like present, past, and kind of the narrative that we're in, um, big picture along with that. And then it's like verse three kind of heads toward the, uh, the future. Mm, let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, to grace, how great a debtor daily I'm constrained to be. Let thy goodness, like a fetter, bind my wandering heart to thee. I'm prone to wander, Lord, I feel it. Prone to leave the God I love. So here's my heart, oh, take and seal it. Seal it for thy courts above. Yeah. And this is the one that gets me. Like, I'm tearing up right now. Because in spite of all of that, It's like every single day I am prone to leave the God I love. I mean, it, 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 there's something in that. I, I think what resonates with me about that isn't even really the theology of it. What resonates me about is the, there is something about those words that I, I it makes me think that Ron, Ron, man, that there is something in him where it's like, no, I love God. I love you. God, like you are everything to me. And also every single day, there is this part of me that is walking away. And it's like, I am, I'm, I am torn into inside. Like I, it's, I am, I am absolutely prone to leave the God I love. Mm -hmm. And like the, 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 there's a, there's an, a deep emotional tension in that of like, why do I keep doing this? Mm -hmm that I think most people like resonate with of like, why do I keep, if like, if God really is good and if I really do believe every blessing comes from him and if I really do believe that, that God is the source of my joy, why do I keep leaving? And the answer is because there, is, there are deep wounds and broken parts inside of me that continue. I'm afraid of vulnerability. I'm afraid to really be in God's presence and just rest there because I'm afraid of what I might see about myself. Um, I'm afraid that I won't be loved and I won't be accepted. And there's something in me that flees to what I perceive to be safe, where I can hide from all that stuff or where I can self-medicate or where I can do whatever. And it's like, I feel that in me every single day. And there's an honesty in this song of saying, it's not just enough for me to confess all of this stuff. I also have to come before God and say, it's like, I'm going to keep trying to leave. Mm. And I know that about myself. There is something in me that keeps trying to leave. So would your goodness today and the next day and the next day, not because I deserve it, but just because it's grace, would it fetter me? Would it hold me? Would it anchor me to you? Because I am prone to wonder. Yeah. So it's like, all I can do is say, oh, I'm going to do it, but here's my heart. Yeah. Right now, here's my heart. You've got to do everything, God. Like all of it's, you got to do it. And for years now, that has resonated. Like, there is such a freedom for me in singing those words of being honest, of like, I I know this is true about me. Hmm. Um, I know that I will keep wondering. But it's it's very much, to me, this is like the musical version of the man who says, Lord, I believe, help me with my unbelief. Mm -hmm. Like it, this is that. And yeah. that's one of my favorite passages in the Bible of like, it's, 
having permission to be that honest of like, or like Peter, who's like, I'll never leave you. And Jesus is like, oh, yes, you will. He's like, no, I won't. And then he does. I mean, it, like, it, there's just this, but like, again, one of my favorite passages is like the restoration of Peter. And it's like this, where there's this honesty of Jesus saying, I know this about you already. Mm-hmm. And for us to meet him in that reality of like, no, let me be really honest, God. I'm not going to make these big promises to you. I'm not going to pretend to be better than I am. I am prone to wonder and I am desperate for you to hold on to my heart and all of that. Keep bringing me back to you. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah. It's such a great word picture that I, I like you, I love the love getting to those words that prone to wander lord because it's just so authentic but like studying those that the beginning of this setting that up oh to grace how great a debtor like mm-hmm. our the person the thing that holds our debt that we are that we owe is grace yeah. is god's grace and matthew 11 tells us that that grace that yoke is easy and i want to be a servant to that. I would need to be anchored to that. Um, it's such a beautiful, like you say, like just an honest perspective that Jesus is our deepest reality. And that reality is this unwavering, unconditional flow of accepting us while we were still sinners mm-hmm. and loving us in that enough to yeah. pull us no, 100%. There's a story. I don't know if you stumbled across this in your research. There's a story that's almost certainly not true. It's <laughs> it's almost certainly apocryphal. It's not a real thing. As near as I can tell anyway. Um, but that our, our boy Ron Ron. Um, uh, Rob Rob. The, Rob Rob, whatever. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Robert Robinson. This, yeah, this song is deeply important to me. I just whatevered his name. But um, that later in life that he basically sort of lost the faith and that he's like on this train and this girl's like humming the tune to the song. And basically somehow they strike up a conversation where he says like, yeah, I, I, you know, I wrote that song and he says something to the effect of like, I wish that I could feel the way that I did when I wrote that. It's mm-hmm. like as old man now, like <laughs> old man full of regrets inception. But, um, that I think the reason that story kind of caught on and, and, and got something became sort of this almost like fable or whatever is because it resonates with the themes of the song. It's like that, that it's like, there's this, this, this war within us for our affections and, and knowing that we are prone to wonder and that there's this story about this guy. And it's like, there's almost sort of this, that longing that's at the heart of that story, I think is in this song of like, God, please hold on to me because mm-hmm. I'm not confident in my ability to hold on to you. And that that's not only okay, um, that that's central actually, that's a pretty central view of understanding what it means to follow Jesus mm-hmm. is that even at the level of our own action that we're asking him to do for us what we can't do, which is pretty beautiful. Well, that feels like a great place to pivot. And Josh, if you would, if I can put you on the spot. Um, I love, I love ending these podcasts with some sort of like pastoral 
benediction or a lasting thought. So as people are listening to the song um, that we're going to play here in a second, can kind of just use this as as part of their daily, you know, devotional or or worship. And um, so you've given so much already. Thank you for all this. Uh, just just even for me <laughs> listening through. Um, but if you would just give us a, a, a quick just pastoral thought to, to send people out. Can I close in a prayer? Would that be okay? Sounds like a great idea. <laughs> yeah. For anyone who's listening to this as kind of more of a devotional experience, let's just, let's just pray. I need it. And so I, I mean, God, I, as we prepare to listen to this song, I just acknowledge I am weak and I'm frail and I am fickle and I am very prone to wonder and to leave the God I love. And yet, that is not too little of a thing for me to bring to you. That's all I am. And so, would you bind our hearts to you, bind our affections to you? Would you draw us back to you with your goodness? Would you open our eyes to see how every good thing is a gift from you as a sign of your love for us? in the middle of a life and a world that can be very discouraging, that can be very hurtful, very confusing, very scary. Bind our hearts to you. Teach us and remind us that your goodness is a river that never stops flowing. Teach us how to sing that song. Surposed his precious blood. 
So.